why don't we're just gonna bring back the original Avengers again? Why don't we just get rid of everybody else that we've developed upon? I hate it. <laughs> I don't fully disagree. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do you want Tobey Maguire back or not? Do you want our Andrew Garfield back or not? Why or not? And we are live um, with another episode of the Keaton Talks. It's the Keaton Talks, the Marvels, and the strikes are over, and we can talk. Keeg can talks the Marvels. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. If you can see us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show, or you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. We're here to talk about the Marvels that just came out a couple days ago. Uh, the newest 30 something uh, Marvel 33rd. movie, 33rd uh, Marvel MCU movie that came out, and uh, we're here to talk about it all. Uh, let me introduce my guests who you have seen before, but it was uh pre strike, you know. Well, no, actually, I, I've had you I during the strike, but we weren't talking about movies, right? Yeah, we got Kaylin Dorothy, aka Comics by Kaylin. Kaylin, what was the last episode I had you on? I was on the Nightwing episode, that's right, yeah, that's right, and that was comic book related, right? Yeah. I mean, um, we touched on like some of his appearances in other media, but yeah, you would you would have liked to touch on Nightwing. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> shaking his head. Uh, if you if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can't see that he's shaking his head. Um, we got Justin Jordan, aka Freddie's roommate. Justin, you're shaking your head. Shame on you all! How dare you objectify? <laughs> fictional people how dare you how dare Who, we what gives you the right it's not my fault he looks like that <laughs> don't don't <laughs> don't encourage it you can't encourage it for shame uh justin what was the last episode i had you on uh good question i i, I know while everyone was striking for better pay i was striking the keek show specifically dimitri yeah it's, it's true we uh little known fact we are part of the amtp amm ampt you know i don't even know if you said it, that right but... i said it i no. said it right because it's not the amptp it's the amttpp sure it's a different thing the we'll make thing. it work we'll make it work but yeah i'm here to have some fun i'm i'm glad um the marvels um i mean l- let's talk about this uh, l- let's take it back a little bit before we even saw the movie. Um, there obviously were Marvel movies. There was a Captain Marvel movie. Uh, then, you know, there was also a Miss Marvel TV show. How have you been digging those movies? Let's just say, you know, WandaVision for Monica's appearance and Miss Marvel, the show and Captain Marvel. Anyone have any hot takes? I mean, I don't know if it's a hot take to say that I liked it. <laughs> WandaVision is probably my favorite MCU thing ever. Same. Same. Like, okay. I, it's hard to put yourself in the mindset of what was going on during that time because like, we hadn't had any Marvel projects for a year. Yeah. The Infinity Saga just ended. Yeah. And then you have WandaVision that has so much potential of what what Marvel could be and what like 
it was so new and refreshing innovative and innovative and characters yeah. that i did not care about like uh, like vision uh, here actually here's my first hot take that is the best vision version of vision ever better than any comics version better than mm-hmm. any like depiction that's the best depiction of vision i've ever seen uh-huh. ever so love that and with that we love monica rimbaud love yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. you know i thought i thought her depiction was like not i guess not really like the comics but like let's be honest there's not a lot of material there to work with <laughs> really yeah honest. not not substantial material right because because she she was a character for a long time but uh it's tough i think to gather what is monica's point of view in the comics like what is that character yeah Yeah, we got one and then miss marvel came and probably gave us the freshest like view of the mcu we've ever seen you know i love i love when characters can look up at the marvel universe that's one of my favorite things about spider-man specifically Mm -hmm. and miss marvel has all that and a nice family who doesn't die (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we and, and knows her secret identity which is why yeah very different which is uh, but that's beside the point i overall i loved miss marvel i love wandavision and i like the first captain marvel movie i didn't like hate it like the rest of the internet did but right. I was like, yeah not the worst i rewatched it before the marvels to get collaboration i was like this is not as bad as we remember no it was, <laughs> i remember love i I definitely loved that movie when I saw it in theaters. It's not my favorite by any means, but that's because there's so many movies. Um, But it's not anywhere near the bottom of my list. Not even close to the bottom. No. I I will say, I don't know if this is a hot take either. I think Captain Marvel, the character in Brie Larson, was kind of like set up to fail in a weird way. Because when when she first debuted, because I don't know, please... If you remember, like putting yourself during that time of Infinity War just happened, and mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is like the end credits, and you think, man, Carol Danvers is gonna come in and save the day. Of course, we need an entire story with her backstory to like really get to know the character, and then Endgame comes, and where's Carol Danvers? She's she in does space. some cool stuff, but <laughs> she's in space with a new haircut, and you're like, oh, <laughs> haircut okay the haircut took 30 years all right okay and then you yeah she comes down in end game you're like yes finally and then like she she doesn't she doesn't have much to do you know and it's like man i wish i wish i had some ammo to fight off all these fanboys with like no she's super cool she's that but like she doesn't have anything to do for the most part yeah so, but yeah. this movie i think the marvels solves most of my problems i had with captain marvel and like her positioning in the Marvel universe in general, because it makes her important. Her decisions matter. And she has a good supporting cast that like gives us an insight into who Carol Danvers is actually as a person, you know, does that make any sense? No, I mean, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, um, I, I think superheroes live or die on their supporting cast. And that's something that like, uh, we don't talk about enough. Like I, I mean, I have, I have some crazy thoughts. Kaylin, uh, what do you, what do you think? I mean, I agree with a lot of what you said. WandaVision definitely is my favorite Marvel project as well. 
Um, what I loved about WandaVision was, I mean, I'm a huge sitcom person. I absolutely love sitcoms. So I loved that yeah, every episode was a different tribute to some of the greatest sitcoms of all time. But then also, I think it came at a really good time because it was right in the middle of the pandemic. We hadn't even gotten the vaccine yet. Like it was, we were all just trapped in a little bubble. And obviously all the people of Westview were, but then also Wanda in her own way was trapped. And I, I just adored that show. And I really liked Monica during the course of that show. I thought she yeah. was an interesting character. I liked the things that she did. I liked her. I, I liked getting to know her and through her story, learning more about the world post blip. Yeah. Like what it was like to suddenly just come back and you think one thing is happening and actually five years have passed. I think, um, uh, I, I feel like Marvel kind of gave up on the blip stuff because they were like, okay, yeah. we're tired of this. We're, we're going to move on. And weirdly enough, the best blip stuff that I've seen is on TikTok. Yes. Uh, specifically, um, I want to shout out uh, my friend Steph Matarazzo uh, because she did a whole dramatic series on what would the trauma be like after the blip. Right. And, and like, I mean, the best stuff we got from WandaVision and all that stuff was like, although WandaVision Vision was great, it was made even greater by the fans and by the community talking about things and like working through stuff. Um, right. And then, you know, Marvel kept the blip for a little bit as a plot point and then they were like, all yeah. right. We're, I mean, we're, it, was we're tired of it was definitely important to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, once again, I loved the, you know, in Hawkeye when they had Yelena's story and yeah. what it was like for her coming back. Um, I definitely agree. They they should do more blip stuff. Um, but and then as far as the other, as far as the other Marvel's characters go. Yeah. Um, I tell everyone to watch Ms. Marvel. <laughs> like it's I harass great. my parents on a daily basis because they haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And they need to because it's so wonderful. I mean, Kamala is such an endearing character. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly relate to the fangirl aspect of her. <laughs> like, let's be real. That's how I would react in that situation. Yeah. Um, and I, I love her family dynamic and her friends. And uh, I also loved that I learned a lot from that show. Mm -hmm. I obviously like I'm aware that Pakistan used to be part of India, but I didn't really know the full history there. And yeah. I like that they really dove into that history and how it plays an important role in her story. Yeah. And not just like, obviously, it plays an important role in her heritage, but also her hero story. Yeah. Um, I and then as far as Captain Marvel goes that I loved that movie. Like I said, it's not my favorite, but I really did enjoy it. Um, I do agree that some of the issues were fixed in the new one. Um, but I, I never understood the hate for her and Brie Larson just in general. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she was a cool character. I don't think that that movie was for me. And I have to I have to tackle my critique of that movie 
through that lens of like, oh, okay, no. Dimitri's a toxic fanboy. I was not oh, going to no. speak ill. No, no, no. I was not going <laughs> to speak ill of the movie like that because I know that yeah. like that's what is going. I'm going to be lumped in with. That's not my intent. Right. Um, just like yeah, my critiques can... about this movie. Um. Um. Like I have my critiques about this movie. Yeah. You know? I but feel I, like when it comes to Captain Marvel, you definitely have, if you have critiques, you definitely have to preface, like, I have critiques, but not those ones. <laughs> right. Right. Um, you have to, so like, give a disclaimer. When they announced this movie coming out, first things first, I thought, okay, first thing, I'm looking forward to see the three of these characters teaming up. Awesome. Don't know what it's going to be about, but I want to see this. This is kind of what I... I'm a big fan of not origin movies. Like, I I always like the second movie better. It just tends to be that way. Uh, Every because, single time. I, I mean, it's not a hard and fast rule, but Spider-Man I mean, Two. Which one? Both. Yeah, I like them both better. All three. You like the Amazing Spider-Man more than, or the Amazing Spider-Man Two more than the Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. I'm canceled. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm gonna pick pieces. <laughs> yes, I think that the. I think that there are beautiful things in Amazing Spider-Man Two that outweigh. There are like, aspects like, of that movie that I like. Amazing I think Spider-Man I like One and then Amazing Spider-Man Two does this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, yeah, there's nothing, Justin, that is better in Amazing Spider-Man Two than Amazing Spider-Man One. Only the costume. I like, I love, I absolutely, and it hurts me. I love Gwen Stacy's death. I love it. I know what you mean when you say that. I know what you mean. I I didn't know. I. Are you serious right now? Are you serious? (laughs) Yes, I'm serious. All right. Don't let me get on my soapbox. All right. So, uh, yeah, most of, I like Deadpool 2 better than Deadpool 1. Oh, Mm -hmm. no. I like it. I like, I I like it. I'm not I saying everything, the, but you know. What I want to go saying? back to the Gwen Stacy thing. Okay. I I don't know if you're on the same page as me. I like is a weird word to use in this situation, but I would say like as far as Spider-Man moments, I think that's one of the best Spider-Man moments because it's obviously one of the most heart-wrenching, most emotional. Yeah. One of the best scenes. Like like is the wrong word. Is that the is that what you meant? When you I mean, look, I, I think that the mo- yes, I mean, it's it's Obviously, an it's iconic moment. I didn't think it was gonna happen. I didn't need it even to be ha- happening because I was I was hoping he would save her like the whole time. This is beside the point of what this episode, this podcast episode is about. Yeah, nah, now we're getting into it. We got <laughs> you know, that's a di- this is how okay. it works on the show. Here's the well, thing. Here's the well, thing. It changes here's the topic, and then what we talk about. <laughs> it really changes what really happened in the con. It changes the entire context. Because in the comic, mm-hmm. Green Goblin throws her off a bridge, uh-huh. she webs her, and the web snaps her neck. Mm. It it does in the comics. Has it web- actually been stated yes. that way? Okay. Yes. Well, because it goes like crack. Like you could see like the word bubble. Because you know? I mean, I I know. Okay, whatever. But it's movie- a different adaptation. I don't like. <laughs> I don't care. Movie, she's so close to the ground. That when he webs her, right, his inaction like makes her head hit the concrete. So it doesn't matter if he webbed her or not. He was just too late. I think there's a difference between too late and like 
uh, but it be your fault. It's it's exclusively right. his fault, you know. Yeah. I mean, I either I way, he was wholeheartedly blaming himself. Yeah, true. I don't. Need, I don't need. I yeah, I don't need that. And anyway, I think that was the important part. So with the Marvels, <laughs> with with them, oh, yeah, with them. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, this being a sequel, but then I also thought like, oh, they're purposely not calling it Captain Marvel two because of the weird haters. But then the haters are going to hate regardless. They're going to. They're going to be like, yeah. okay, yeah, the Marvels is Captain Marvel 2 and blah, 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 blah. What were you guys' – before we get into the nitty-gritty of the, the the movie itself, what were you guys' hopes and dreams for this movie, knowing that this is what was set up for this movie? Um, As far as hopes and dreams, as the Monica Rambeau of this uh, podcast right now, because I'm the black <laughs> person um, – <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not this is this was not this, 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 was this was not this was not planned. <laughs> Look at the positioning of I'm suddenly realizing. <laughs> if you if you go on Twitch right now, you can look. I'm right under Monica Rambo. <laughs> well, but that's not I mean Kamala's right there. And then Kamala's Carol right next to you. Yeah, next <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay, we got Darth Chaco. We got Darth Chaco out there in the comments. What's up to Darth Chaco? Um, saying get on the soapbox, saying that he likes the title. He felt like it was reading an issue of Marvel Generations. Yeah, and then now he's laughing at us. Um, <laughs> this, he knows this, it's right. I this, see what you did, Dimitri. I see what you did. It's okay. It's okay. You get your uh, woke points. It's fine. That's uh, that's uh, <laughs> what is going on here. All right. <laughs> Anyways, Ho- hopes and anyway. dreams. Hopes and dreams for this for this movie before it even came out. Honestly. It's- honestly this this movie had a low bar to clear it for me you know uh-huh. and like as far as like marvel as a whole right now i i can i can go on this for de- like decades but i think marvel really needs a a spine to the universe right now you know like mm-hmm. in previous phases it was like either you're asking yourself when's the next avengers movie what are the avengers doing where are the Infinity Stones, and how does the, this character specifically fit into all that, right? Yeah. And right. with Phase like, what Four, are we build- yeah, what are we building towards? And yeah. to me, uh, the multiverse is kind of just like Kevin Feige saying it's about the multiverse, but is it really like, I guess, like important in universe right now? Until this movie in the very end, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like, as far as we know, it's an open shut case in No Way Home. It was just a fluke accident. It's an open shut case in Multiverse of Madness. Like, we figured that. No big deal. And, and Quantumania, that's only one rogue king. No worries. Like, it's fine. And then Loki season two, spoiler alert. It's like, we don't have to worry about that at all. We got a new new person who remains. But yeah. It's, I know this I, isn't the Loki episode, but I want to. Talk I don't want to spoil Loki. I don't want to spoil Loki on the Marvels. Okay, uh, tune in tomorrow. So bad. Tune in tomorrow for the Loki uh, season two episode. Um, so my hopes and dreams were that it gives the MCU direction, and I think it accomplished that. Ah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, my my, my my hopes and dreams were that I would see these characters play off each other, that we can get some really good character moments, that we would be able to explore a cosmic side of Marvel. Um, so for the most part, it checked off those boxes, uh, for me, I, I, I have, I have my critiques, but like, I, yeah, 
yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And then we'll go forward. Kaylin, did you have hopes and dreams? Um, my hopes and dreams were similar to yours. I, I was excited to see how these three characters fit together. Um, obviously, like, I, it was it was an interesting dynamic of these three characters being together because obviously of Kamala, who's just a crazy fangirl meeting her all time hero. And then you have Carol and Monica and the long history there, the painful history there. And yeah. so I was definitely looking forward to seeing Carol and Monica talk through that and have some sort of obviously you know it, it doesn't just all go away but they got to a point where they were working together they were communicating they were giving their sides of the story of what had happened and what led them to make the choices they made um in regards to their relationship with each other yeah. and then you know I was I, I wanted to see Kamala be in that position where she's like meeting her big hero she has her little fangirl moment but then she really starts to come into her own as a hero working with these two yeah. and you know I definitely I loved that moment where she apologized to Carol and was like I want to like reintroduce myself I wasn't treating you as a as a person I was treating you as something bigger and so like I, I really liked that moment that was interesting yeah. Um, and then my other hopes and dreams were Flurkins. I wanted so many Flurkins and uh, I got yeah, it. <laughs> you got it. I got um, Flurkins. Um, quick then, quick question just to kick off this this little this episode. Um, on a on a grade, on a grade scale, A B C D, F, I guess. Um, what would you do? We do grade scales on this show. It's been so long. Do we do grade scales on the show? Or do we do numbers on the show? Out of, think think out, of out of ten, I think we've done out of ten. I think out of ten. Out of ten, um, out of ten, what would you guys grade this film? I'm gonna say ten out of ten just for the flurkins, but then actually, <laughs> I'd say like eight. Okay. Truthfully, it's eight, but just for the flurkins, ten. <laughs> I, I I would. Give that was one of my eight. favorite moments in all of the MCU. <laughs> yeah. I think I give it an eight. I give it a solid B. You know, I was like, yeah, it could have done a lot of stuff better, but I'm glad I went. You know, not too bad, not too shabby. I hope to see more. I like the way you put it because I'll I'll expand upon what what I think. Uh, I would also actually give it an eight as well. I think it was a solid eight. I think yeah. that the way like, did I waste my time by being there? Did I go to the movies and waste my time? Did I enjoy it? Did I feel like I wasted any money? Um, I also, I'm on AMC A-List. Shout out to AMC A-List. If you want to sponsor the Keeg, feel free. Um, <laughs> but really, I get to see all my movies through that. So great. But did I feel like I wasted time? Like there are other movies that I I wasted time. This year, uh, The Flash was a waste of time. I have yet to waste my time on that. The Flash was an utter piece of nonsense. <laughs> Is it because it's a dead universe? No, so many problems with that. So many problems with that movie. Anyway, you guys can check out my my previous Keeg episode where we talk about the Flash. Um, was that the last one? No, no, it was it was a little bit before the last one, but. Oh, right. um, 
Um, anyway, what was I saying? Uh, I'd give it an eight. I didn't feel I wasted my time. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked being a part of the the atmosphere of the theater. I'm also very pro theater. Um, mm. And like, that's good. I couldn't give it more than an eight, but I also can't give it less than an eight. I thought it was a good movie. Eight means good, right? Canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, eight yeah. Eight is. <laughs> um, do you have something to say to me, Justin? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you aren't woke. Okay. Which means we're going to have to cancel you. Okay. <laughs> um, we all gave it a, we all gave it an eight. Um, what did you guys like? Let's talk about the, let's talk about the, uh, no, let's talk about the story. Okay. Right? We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk the story. It's your show. First. You tell me. And I'm telling you, it's the story <laughs> we're talking I, about. I could talk about what I liked in the movie for hours. <laughs> so the story really is about what? There's this anomaly that the, uh, the three people are switching um, places. That's how they come to mm -hmm. be. We go to a bunch of different places. There's a Cree, um, Dabar, what's her name? Dabarin? Bar Darben. 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 And, uh, Which Dar the entire time was making me think of Darman from TikTok. Darman. Oh, Every time they said her name, that's all I could think. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. What more is there to the story? The Flurkins. <laughs> the Flurkins. I mean, okay, are we really getting into it? The story. Let's get part? into it. We're diving right, in. Let's get into it. Okay. I mean, it starts off. Nick Fury's in space. For uh, if you watched a certain show, you know why he's in space now. Uh, are we spoiling? Can we give spoilers on that? Because go ahead, give spoilers. Because I am refusing to. For Secret that Invasion, we can give spoilers. For Loki, we cannot. Okay, I know story. some of the things that happened in that finale. Secret but Invasion I will not watch was it. a waste. Like that was the worst Marvel <laughs> show. Worse than Inhumans. No, Inhumans doesn't count. How does it not count? As, well, as far as MCU goes, How is it was it, not? it was part really, of the MCU. Well, but it was no, but it was like part of the TV. So it's whether Black Bolt is in Doctor Strange. Yeah, but so is Professor X, and the X Men <laughs> Fox universe is not part of the MCU. But he's wearing the what? It's the same actor, and he's wearing the Black Bolt costume. Yeah, so Patrick Stewart is playing Professor X. <laughs> Doesn't mean Fox is part of the same is part of the MCU. Ah, uh, this movie might beg to differ, but <laughs> also people are mis misusing MCU when they talk about the multiverse i i'm sorry i hate the multiverse okay i'm just gonna get this out there I hate, I hate the multiverse i hate it so much i thought that could, at the beginning of all this this saga i thought it could be used sparingly and like thoughtfully logically i thought that they would manage it but they're putting three whole phases around the multiverse and all it does mm -hmm. is allow uh weirdos out there to be like okay we're gonna bring black black back black widow back tony stark and just have the original why don't we're just gonna bring back the original avengers again why don't we just get rid of everybody else that we've developed upon i hate it <laughs> okay. i don't breath. fully Take disagree <laughs> here's the thing 
do you want Tobey Maguire back or not? Do you want Andrew Garfield back? I or not? thought the best Why or not the best place the multiverse worked out was was in that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, great. Yeah, we knew those characters from their respective universes. That's that's a crossover event, right? Like a crossover yeah. of Deadpool or not? Do you want it or not? I absolutely want Deadpool, but Deadpool's a different story. And Deadpool Deadpool's is different. his own universe. Like we Taylor. we know him. Like it's Deadpool's it's... different. You know, because of his like whole fourth wall thing. Like you can kind of do whatever the hell you want with Deadpool. But also, there's seen two, unlimited two possibilities with Deadpool <laughs> with the multiverse. Anyway. Uh yes, I I understand where you're coming from though. Seriously, I uh, I get the multiverse fatigue yeah. of it all. It's not fatigue. I thought it was just it was a bad idea to begin with, and I thought that they could have done it True. smart. I thought they could have done it smart, and they could they didn't. And I think the idea is smart too. I feel like it's going somewhere. It's just not getting there as fast as it could be. And there's puzzle pieces, but they're not fitting together enough. Mm. So the big bad of the first saga is Thanos, and his end goal is cut the population by half. And although it seems universal, it's also very human. It's a very human problem, right? Yeah. That's the amazing story of telling that came out of that, is the human side of it, right? Who can't... we're not worried about like people battling via snaps. We're worried about like the people who got snapped away. Yeah. And then the saga after that is, well, I guess anything is possible. We're gonna get like when did they say that? We're gonna when get Doug Funny. Dude? We're gonna get Lucille Ball on the Avengers. You know, Gilligan's gonna happen? show up from Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Anything goes because it's the multiverse. That is okay. I think you're being a little too much right now because they never say that. <laughs> you know, okay, here's the thing. Here's the proof. Like, you, you know say, what they do say? It matters. They- it matters. The snap matters because Tom Holland is snapped away, right? The multiverse yeah. matters because Andrew Garfield gets to redeem himself. Yep. That's great. In that you one know? movie, there was a tear in the fabric of space and time. The events of the movie happen. You close up the fabric, you're good. Here's the thing, though. Also, but I don't think we're good. Things happened. We're not. It's been here's so the, bad. It's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think we, as a fandom, and as a collective, truly underestimate what COVID did to movie going, mm-hmm. and especially Marvel. Because in the book that I just got done reading, MCU: The Reign of Marvel Studios, authored by Joanna Robinson, um, <laughs> they talk about that phase four was going to be completely different and WandaVision came first because it was the most done you know originally like I think you would like phase four in this phase way better if it ended on like a uh, no way home then uh, multiverse of madness to capstone Mm. the phase because then if you start with WandaVision she does what she then you start with Loki Sylvie does what she does in season one of Loki, kills He Who Remains, opens up the multiverse, then you go into Quantum Mania, and then you go into No Way Home, and then you end it on Multiverse of Madness. I think, you know, and I think that would give the proper direction that you're looking for, Dimitri, you know, because it caps, like, it caps at that. Am I making I also, I have some thoughts on 
the direction of the multiverse right now, but I don't know how to talk about it without talking about the new season of Loki. Because I feel like, I don't know, I'm torn between like that could have an important role in the direction we're heading in. And also uh -huh. Tom Hiddleston in a recent interview, I think it was like Jimmy Fallon was like, oh, this was like the caps, you know, the finale of 14 years of my life. I'm really hoping that didn't mean what it sounded like it meant. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to dive into Loki, but I don't, yeah. I but you mean, see what I mean. You have to talk about Loki, especially a lot the of, end credit scene. A lot of the, a lot of the, like stuff will obviously come about in the big crossover movie that they're gearing up towards. But whenever, honestly, that is. it doesn't make sense. There was a very human-based saga about loss, and now there's a multiversal saga about anything goes. And then what comes after that? I know the mutants. But like, how does it? It does it. Dragon Ball. I think Z you just need to be a little more patient. I mean, yeah. I, I I I can be patient. That's fine. I'm I'm just ranting. <laughs> but Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, the the villains that come in Dragon Ball Z each progressively get bigger and bigger, right? Which is Didn't roughly how you do villains is they get bigger and bigger. But after the multiversal saga, now we got like. If, if we're going to assume that Marvel does everything correctly, we're going to get a socio-political, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, direction to mutants and the MCU. That's now our big bad is, is socio-political conflict. Are we going to, we're going to take it back? We're I mean, gonna it's reel realistic. It back? No, no, I mean, it's realistic, but we're going to reel it back from the fabrics of time and space. Or is the I, whole point of the mutants going to be like, people are like, why don't we just throw them in a different universe to get rid of them? Like, is, what is? I think, unfortunately, I, I've made a couple of viral TikToks about how to bring the X-Men into the MCU. Mm -hmm. And I think this movie kind of killed all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> uh, you know, because, because. I feel like what, what they did made sense, though. It, I, it does, but the, like, I mm -hmm. after I read the book, MCU, the Random Marvel Studios, um, are they paying you? No, we're gonna... it's a good book though. It's a really good book. We should um, save the post the post credit scene for a little bit later in the episode. Hold but on, like... let me finish my thought. Okay, let me okay. finish my thought. <laughs> Kevin Feige worked on the X Men films, and he studied under Amy Pascal, who worked on Spider Man. Mm -hmm. I think it's clear by the end of this movie, Kevin Feige isn't isn't planning on making new X Men. He thinks the Fox X Men are his X Men. No, He's like, no, those are my babies. You know, I, I no, I think you're. I think Justin's right. You know, because I, with Deadpool, I don't with, think like, so. I think uh, you don't look at me like I'm telling you I'm wrong. You don't look I'm at not. Me I'm not saying. Wrong. I'm not Monica saying that got you're thrown going... into another universe, Dimitri. I know. I'm. <laughs> I'm I. Uh, there's so many problems. Um, I do not. I do not like. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this movie uh what were you guys' favorite moments oh you, you the events, go first Kayla. the events that happened this, go is first? The, this is yeah. the shortest marvel movie right is that what yes. it was it is it's the shortest it was an and hour I wish there was a little bit more time personally i think they could have afforded to make it two hours i'm glad that it wasn't super long because i yeah. think we have hit a point where some movies are unnecessary i think endgame was as long as it needed to be like that that movie needed to be long but we are definitely getting way too many super long movies 
I think this could have been longer, but I'm not mad about the length. Anyway, favorite moment, obviously the flirting scene. The flirting scene? I was dying throughout that whole scene. Obviously, I'm a cat lover. I'm wholeheartedly obsessed with my cats and just cats in general. Um, So Goose has always been a favorite of mine. And you get the popcorn thing? No. You know what I'm talking about? I almost never get popcorn at the movies. Yeah, but I was I collect the tins, but there was an oh yeah, that was a, the egg, the egg with the flurkin cut inside. Oh yeah, I did see that. And, I don't and know there's a my, bunch of different flurkins. Almost, my theater almost never has like the fun stuff. I don't know why, but my AMC, I have two AMCs right near me, within walking distance, and neither one. of them ever have what? Go to the fun one. Well, neither. Well, first of all, I have my preferred. AMC for like the seats but neither of the AMCs really have the fun like popcorn stuff what I don't know they almost never get it and I usually go on like opening night but I also just it's possible I don't entirely look for it because I almost never get popcorn when I go to the Mm. movies except today I did because I hadn't had lunch (laughs) yeah and I needed food before I saw Taylor Swift again um (laughs) but uh yeah no I didn't get the popcorn thing Anyway, yeah. the the Flurkins were absolutely magical. And I really loved the moment when I realized what their plan with the Flurkins was. And the fact that they were playing memories from yeah. Kat during that scene, I was practically crying for multiple reasons. <laughs> I thought... that song makes me so emotional, but the use of it was just so comedic. It was super funny, but it also it did it break... Did it break the logic? I don't think it did. I think I don't that care if, if it did. <laughs> if you have, if you have a, if you find out that there's a, like their logic made sense to me, but the there is a comedy element to it, but it's not absurd, but it's um like it's weird. I don't know. It was the, just weird enough, but also I feel like logically, like the way flirkins work. And we haven't exactly fully expanded upon the biology of Flurkins, so they could kind of just make shit up. And uh, right. Flurkins can hold mul- <laughs> a, a kit. A Flurkin kitten can apparently hold multiple humans. Well, I mean, that is that the? Did they do that in um, in the first Captain Marvel? Like that it can? Yeah. it can pull in things that are bigger than it. Oh, absolutely! It ate people. Goose definitely ate multiple people in that first movie. Yeah. I mean, so, for a while, he was, like, holding on to the Tesseract. But there was a couple of times he ate right. some of the bad guys. I forgot about the way... Yeah, there was, like, a whole thing on the spaceship. He, like, ate a bunch of the bad guys. Right, but he didn't spit them out. I think he did spit some out at some point. I oh. could be wrong. I mean, he definitely, like, spit up the Tesseract. Like, he didn't digest that. Right. I wonder if they have multiple stomachs, the storage stomach and the digestive stomach. Right. Right. And it's almost like the, the their, biology body, of their bodies are like bigger on the inside. Right. Yes. I would not. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be eaten by a flurkin, though. It's it's a lot I like no. I wouldn't unless my <laughs> life depended on it. I don't think you have a choice, Dimitri. It's, <laughs> I mean, I would scream. Like, I wouldn't go, okay, take me. I mean, <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. The people were told, okay, let this thing eat you so you don't die. And you're like, no, like, absolutely not. 
no i no i wouldn't um yeah. justin do you have any thoughts about flurkins flurkins <laughs> were the flurkins um, working the flurkins were just okay for me okay. <laughs> I, I liked them now there's like people thousands of them i was like jesus christ yeah. but i thought the scene worked and i thought My it dream. was very funny uh but my, that wasn't my favorite part, though. It wasn't my favorite part. Favorite part. Oh, um, it's when Darben is talking to the Skrull uh, Emperor, mm. which was mentioned in Secret Invasion that Kaylin yeah. didn't watch. Yeah, uh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first three episodes. All right, but the favorite, my favorite part is like Captain Marvel comes in to save the day, and like the look of terror in half the people's like eyes, like. Oh, can we curse on this show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you gonna say whatever the flirk you want, Carol? Fucking Danvers, (laughs) we are all gonna fucking die. Yeah, but the best part is when Darben opens up like a wacky space hole. Yeah, in in the sky, and it's everyone needs to evacuate. And Captain Marvel is doing her best to like try and like save everyone and all this stuff, and then like. As she looks at Monica, she's like, where's Kamala? And Kamala is, like, saving people. Yeah. Instinctively. Like, uh, against better judgment, saving people into the last, like, moment that she can. Yeah. And Captain Marvel is like, we gotta go. But, like, no, there's plenty of people to save. But Carol chooses the strategic option. Like, bullheaded. Right, like we gotta go. I've already made the decision. Like it's up. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, try to do what we can. And Kamala, inspired by Carol Danvers, is out saving people into the last moment. And then, yeah. like you think, there's going to be like this like tension or divide in them, and they like put the scrolls on the ship and they fly away. And then a super cool cameo comes, and yeah. Kamala gets down on one knee and tells the person, "Don't worry." Captain Marvel will save the day. After Carol has given up hope on these scrolls, like, I try my best. I'm sorry. It sucks to suck. But I think it's just the thesis statement of the movie in one scene of Kamala being this beautiful, bright light of hope and optimism inspired Mm -hmm. by a literal bright light of Carol Danvers herself. And even though Carol can't see it in herself in that moment, her actions, even though the certain parts of the galaxy thought that she was like the annihilator, her good actions inspired one person. And in this case, it's the right fucking person, Kamala Khan, you know? And I was like, you know what? M- mission accomplished. You know, like that's yeah. what the movie really needed to do. And I thought it did it well, you know? Yeah. I I think uh, maybe there's two two, yeah, two favorite scenes for me. One was what was part of this, which was um, the scrolls getting a home on New Asgard. When oh, Vat- yes. I think that's BS, honestly. When Vat- <laughs> well, because they could have had, a- yeah, the every- all the events of Secret Invasion could have just, they could have lived on New Asgard this whole time. That's the thing. According to this movie, Secret Invasion didn't fucking happen. <laughs> did not. Honestly, I shouldn't happen. have. It did happen because number one, no one mentions the most powerful scroll in the universe, Gaia. 
yeah. who has all the p- characters of every single Avengers and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. I heard too. about that. No, it's not. I've already. I. I've already. I. Here's the thing. I it's made really the decision bad. long ago that I wasn't going to. After I watched the third episode, I thought I might get back to it, and I have wholeheartedly decided I will not finish that show because I can't bring myself to. I it's, just don't like it. So I've Googled what happened, and I've talked to other people that have watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the plot line of Gaia just getting everything. But the problem comes when in Secret Invasion, the president of the United States, like, I declare war on all alien life. Oh. Remember, like, he was like, uh, President Ritson was like, you know what, fuck these aliens. Even though a scroll literally saved my life, I don't care. We'll kill them all. I mean, that sounds realistic to me, unfortunately. (laughs) And then, thankfully, Valkyrie, who is still in, like, the black suit, Love that for her. Yeah. Comes in and is like, don't worry, I got the scrolls. Come on down to Earth. It'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong? Maybe they're setting something up. What? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't <laughs> mind if there was an invasion of New Asgard. I think I think that could be a cool Asgard story. been through enough. <laughs> I they've been through enough. They have, but enough. with the events of Secret Invasion, I mean, sure, we could pretend the Secret Invasion doesn't exist, but they have to at least wrap it up off screen they could be like oh well he changed his mind never mind like whatever I think, yeah i think that my biggest sin of this movie is we lost two points for me yeah and it's i don't think it's carol danvers fault specifically i think it's the writing of carol danvers is that she was gone for 30 years she never helped she never successfully found the scrolls on new home planet and then when she comes in one out there and then when she tries to come in with the peace talk she fucks it up again i don't think right enough heat is on carol never just for that action and she doesn't even fix it she saves the kree homeworld in the end of like she reignites their star but the scrolls still don't have a so what i'm hearing is that in the end the colonizers were saved I mean, and the refugees are still just left in the wind. Yeah, that sounds. You're I'm not wrong. Too familiar. You, I'm, not wrong. I'm wrong. not wrong. But it's weird because in Secret Invasion, like the scrolls were like halfway colonizers. Because spoiler alert for Secret Invasion, yeah. Caitlin. Uh, no, it's not. No, then, <laughs> and nothing is a spoiler at this point. Tell Give me everything because I'm not watching. Us, yeah, Except yeah, Loki. Was like Nick Fury. Um, by the way, I know th- I said there were about thirty scrolls on Earth, but turns out there are about over a million scrolls on Earth just hanging about. And Nick Fury's like, "What are you talking about? We barely accept black people. How are we supposed to expect a million scrolls? Like, what are you doing?" And then he gets into a fight with Talos, and Talos dies dramatically, trying to save the president of the United States, who then declares war on all alien life. But whatever, Talos. Not even whatever. all scrolls, all aliens. <laughs> like I. I don't know. To the average Marvel Universe person listening to President Ritson, do you think they're gonna do like a, like a? Ooh, this one's a a species of Korg, and this one's a Skrull. No, it's war against all aliens. Right. You know. <laughs> so, man, I, Carol really s- fucked up. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion seemed like it was written by AI, and it seemed like whatever they were they're, doing with this movie and that they didn't link them up. They purposely were not in connection with each other they didn't i mean the intro credits were ai <laughs> i think it was written by ai i that's not a conspiracy i don't think i i think that it was legitimately I... because the way the final battle works is really just and then they fight and then gaia wins there's nothing to it 
there's like they fight, they use some powers, Gaia wins. Gaia I still don't like the that they gave her everything. I don't know. I just they not only gave her everything, like she changes her arm to Drax's arm. Like there's I so heard many, that there's so I don't many know. like I redundant just... powers in that. Mix. I almost want to watch there's the no last point. episode. And that's I mean, it. You can. Like the whole purpose of Super Scroll specifically is that he takes the powers of the Fantastic Four. Right. And I guess they kind of jerry rig it because you have the wooden arms of Groot and like the I just feel like it's a bad plot point. It's it's a bad I just think that's a bad decision. I don't really have a reason for why it's a bad decision. It just feels like one. If a human was writing it with a full writing team as the strikes were striking for. If a human wrote it with a full writing team, it would have been a better show. I think that this was the culmination of all the reasons why the strike happened. The writer's strike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say that Amelia Clark is one of the most miscast persons in the Marvel Universe because she should have been Wasp from the get-go. But that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Uh... I'm just saying. Um, Should have been wasp. It depends on what type of wasp you do. In fashion designer wasp or cutesy wootsy fashion wasp. designer wasp. I don't think that. Okay, whatever. What? <laughs> say it, Dimitri. Yes, I'm. I don't say. think that that the same sensibilities that made Monica Rambeau a scientist. Because I don't think Monica Rambeau is a scientist in the comics, right? I don't think. Honestly. I, they made I Monica Rambeau a scientist, which is great. I thought it works. I don't think that same sense, those same sensibilities are like, okay, but now here's a, a fashion designer superhero. Wait, okay. The pause. I think I think I think we're getting mixed I mean, up. <laughs> I think we're getting mixed up. I think Billy Clark should have been wasp as in shrinking power wasp. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay. Maybe I'm arguing the wrong point. But like she, she can still be she's still a scientist. <laughs> is the comic Janet Van Dyne a scientist? Yes, they worked with the pin particles with her husband Hank uh Pin. Am I wrong? Am I in the ultimate in the ultimate she does, but I don't know in the comics whether she started off by working on the pin particles with him. But anyway, well, that's who knows. Anyway. <laughs> We'll never, um, I guess we'll never know. Uh, yeah, I we don't see Nick Fury's wife in this movie, or maybe we do. That was the last scroll. episode I watched. She was a scroll, she transformed into someone else. Also, what, what the hell happened to at the end of mm, Far From Home, where we see the ship full of scrolls working on Saber? Like, that's their home, right? Yeah, that's because Kamala Khan's family was came up and they shaped shit. I don't know. I'm trying to no prize it. I'm really trying to. <laughs> that's a good point, though. Like, I thought like all the scrolls were on saber, like according to that end scene, or at least a bunch were. Right, a bunch like that. They had homes and jobs and like I guess an economy of some sort because they can get paid through saber. I would assume. Yeah. Good question. Who cares? I forgot about that, honestly. I haven't yeah. watched the Home in so long. But instead we get other aliens, but they're all human-looking aliens, right? Because there was that guy who was like, I'm 300 and something. And it's like, cool, you look like a human being that just has a beard. 
there's nothing about you that looks like an alien. Not all aliens look like aliens. Yeah, but none of them are. No, I said not all. I know some of them are we, as guardians. We don't see any of them. Jason Williams, <laughs> Jason Williams on uh, YouTube, want to shout you out. J- uh, Jason Williams says Janet Van Dyne was always a peer scientist, um, and I'm trying to look it up. So I was right, Point but I can't find any. <laughs> maybe that was a retcon. I don't know, but according to what I'm looking up, like she was a socialite daughter of a scientist, and then Hank. Um, Hank experiments on her to avenge See, her father's death. Look at Dimitri trying to diminish the compliment or co- accomplishments of women. Look at him. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm. I like. She can sci- be a socialite like, and a scientist. Yes. I like that. Yes. I, I like that. I like that. I want what her to be a scientist. Say, what did that uh, lawyer Barbie say in the Barbie movie? Where she's like, "My emotions do not like interfere with me being a good lawyer." Yeah, oh, yeah, something like yeah. that. And both um, can coexist. Yes. See, someone did not watch Barbie. Oh, we got to talk about Barbie. That's oh. a whole. That's a whole another episode. Yeah, um, let's talk about uh, Space Barbie. Did you guys God, like the villains Barbie. in this? Let's talk about Dar Ben and. Whoever that guy was that was beside what her villain? the whole time. What villain? Darben oh, yeah, was like right for like half a second. <laughs> for a half Dar- second. I mean, as, as far as do I think she's a particularly memorable villain? No. No. But no. she's like Thanos. Like you have a point, but you're going about it in the worst way possible. Right. She really well, was a And a lot of, I mean, a lot of the Marvel villains are like that. I mean, Killmonger, you know, you have a point, but that's not the way to do it. Right. I, I mean, she was wrong. Like, she was right, but then she did it wrong. Like, right? Exactly, yeah. Like, was she ever know, right? Was she Mar- ever right? You know, well, Captain Marvel did... Captain Marvel, in trying to do something right by destroying the Supreme Intelligence, ended up completely fucking up all the destabilized. She completely, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, like the Supreme Being is gone or the Supreme Intelligence is gone. Like it somehow completely destabilized the entire planet. I just could you imagine though? Could you imagine if a soldier just went into like the 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 leader of a foreign country? Bam. Figure it out. What do you mean, figure it out, Carol? Yeah. Um, like I, I solved your I problem. Just, Don't I worry. I just realized I this. that this is exactly what happens. <laughs> yes. I just what? realized that, like, Carol Danvers is. An she agent was go- the annihilator. He's going into another country, and she's destabilizing the government by assassinating their leader. Figure it out, and then just dips. But her own, but her own country, kind of. No. Like, could you imagine if the like member of like, could, could you imagine if SEAL Team Six was like, you know what, Joe? I'm, I've had it. Oh no, no, we can't. We're not saying this. We're not saying this online. We're not saying this online. This is not getting in the back. I'm not a part of this conversation. <laughs> Scary stuff. But like, that's but like, what it is though. Like, well, like but I mean, like, if you, it's more like because you have to look at it from homeland. the point that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. Like yeah. Him. He was brainwashed, yeah. right? But I mean, you look at you look at 
the Cree, and obviously their society is not functioning the way society should function. You know, mm-hmm. they're doing very, very bad things at the leadership of this horrible, evil being. So from Carol's perspective, she thinks she's helping by destroying this thing, but she is just motivated purely by the anger of what happened to her, how she was brainwashed, she was lied to, she was taken advantage of. So she thinks she's helping all of Cree by getting rid of the thing that did that without really thinking about the, the repercussions of trying to build a new like she just did like there's no well, that's the this point, is right? the only way that this is the only life that the i'm not saying the Cree are right for following the supreme intelligence but it's the only life they've ever known and for that to just completely go up in smoke without them developing some sort of new system i don't blame the Cree for being mad at mad carol and yeah from their perspective <laughs> they were mad at carol. she is the villain and then they had civil wars they had civil wars and all of it went back to this one moment and mm-hmm. I I get it, you know, especially right. now that, you know, their air is poisoned, their sun is gone, they have no water. It's the obvious person to be mad at is Carol. It makes sense. Yeah. Do they need to be helped because though, you know, even amongst the awful corrupt leaders of their society, there are still like, people who are just existing right they're existing the one way they've been told to exist and that's not necessarily their fault right and those people deserve to have a live on live somewhere where they have air and water and you know sunlight and so they definitely need to be helped but the way darben went about trying to save her people i mean she was doing it at the cost of millions of others do you guys think that she was sincere with her treaty with Emperor Droge or Droge no. or whatever? No. Do you no. think that she would have double crossed? No. She would have I mean, double crossed think... Oh, for sure. She was going to walk Carol, up. If Captain Marvel had showed up? Totally. If Captain Marvel did not show up, she said, we will, fi- we will relocate you. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't fully trust her because, you know, there was that moment at the end where Carol said, you know, I'll help you. I'll save you. I will go and fix what I broke. And then Darben immediately turns around and attacks a literal child. Yeah. She was a child combatant. Let's be. Whoa. Still a child. She's she's a soldier, a child soldier. I mean, maybe she shouldn't even be a child soldier. I will. I will say. I think one of the problems that the MCU is faced is that when you make yeah. scrolls the quote unquote refugees and Kree's the colonizer, you are like in the comics, it's much more even, I would yeah. say. Like, right. The scroll you know? empire is an empire, the Kree empire yeah. is an empire. And yeah, yeah, who had been warring for thousands of years. And then when you put like the, this, no offense, this white woman. It, like as the cause of this intergalactic conflict, it's mm-hmm. it, it's gonna raise some eyebrows. <laughs> you said no offense. <laughs> hey, Kaylin, I don't want to offend you. Oh, you, know? you are you I are the Carol. Woman, you are the Carol but... representative. Yes, you are the Carol. Trio. <laughs> <Not in that laughs> <way. laughs> you did this on purpose, Dimitri. I did not. Oh, yes, I you did, did not. Yes, you He's did. like, hmm. I need a white woman. 
fulfill this role. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have never said in my life, I have never said in my life, I need a white woman. That's that is, a lie. That's a that lie. Is not, a I've lie. never said that. That's a lie. You saw it. You said it last Tuesday. I, I did not. There. No, you weren't. <laughs> I wake up. I need a white woman. No, I do Um, where are we? Um, where? Uh, here, here, here's actually a question: Why maybe Darben was legitimate? Why would she try to tr strike up a treaty with the Skrulls instead of just literally popping up and going bang, doing that, and then getting out of there? Because she, she only has one bangle. Yeah, but well, which is what she had. But that one bangle accomplished what she needed. No, you have right. a point. Maybe she would she have. She would have just popped in, bang, peaced out. Then she gets with, uh -huh. and then all the scrolls die. She gets what she wants anyway. So maybe you have a point there. Also, you could fly a spaceship into that hole that she opened, right? Are you, you able to fly a spaceship or no? No, because the hole went correct me if I'm wrong, that hole and that scroll like village was sucking the atmosphere into Cree. Yeah. Right? It's yes. a Cree homeworld. Hala. Yes. So mm -hmm. theoretically, if you want to like be teleported to the enemy land really quickly, right. I guess, but like... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to do that when she was like trying to suck the sun and the ocean, but the atmosphere. Yeah. You could right. try and do that. Yeah. Eh. So that's why I was saying that like maybe Darben was legitimate in her in her treaty. But then she was so quick to turn, you know? Yeah, she, she was, was very quick to just be like, you know Captain what? Captain Marvel shows up, she's like, Well, never mind. No, never mind. Well, you can't I, I shouldn't trust legitimate you. in the treaty. Why does she need the bangle in the first place? To transport the, the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, because she was always planning to transport the atmosphere. Yeah. She was always going to steal the atmosphere. Right. No, but that's I what think I'm trying you to say. Could, but she, she could have, she, it might have been genuine in her treaty with the scroll to say, hey, we are going to take the atmosphere from this planet, but we're going to move you somewhere else where you have a new atmosphere. But right. we need this one. That Yeah, that's what I mean. She, she was always going to take the atmosphere. Yes. But the treaty was for relocation of the scrolls. She felt she didn't want to kill all the scrolls until she did. She didn't know? care if she killed all the scrolls. I don't she know. She was willing to let them live, but I don't think she really she she jumped very quickly at the opportunity to just say screw this treaty's off as soon as Captain Marvel showed up. Yeah. Which suggests to me like, hey, I'll let you live, but I honestly just don't care. But if she didn't care, I'm saying she would just pop in bang the bangle and leave but i think this was more of an instance of she wanted them to live she's not a monster but then when captain marvel pops up all those racist things pop up into her head being like this is what i do this is what i get for trusting a greenie you know yeah. like she was she was very Dimitri, <laughs> did you say the g word yeah i'm sorry canceled can you believe this? America. <laughs> I was I was quoting Darben live um, on Twitch. Uh <laughs> that's what I think though, right? She was just like, ugh. Yeah. And then that happened. 
Shame on you, Dimitri. You got you got you got thoughts, Justin? I think that Darben was unfortunately, I think she did the best with what she was given. <laughs> and I think she should have given been given more considering that she is Mrs. Hiddleston, you know. That's mm-hmm. true. Which is so wild to me. Like, dang, man. Really? On the same day. Mrs. Hiddleston that way? Oof. On the same day. I hadn't even thought about that. On the same day. Oh my gosh, that is so true. They could have done like a couple's night out. Watch your show, then watch my movie. They're oh, they little made, baby. They I just want to, okay. <laughs> I just want to shamelessly, I need to remind people, and I haven't reminded people on a podcast yet, that I got to meet Tom Hiddleston. Oh. <gasps> what is he, what's he like? What does he smell like? I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> Taylor, you, you blacked out? Opportunity. I totally blacked out. So I met him at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, when I went to New York Comic Con last month, I met uh, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. who I didn't black out for. I actually had a conversation with him. Um, we talked about motorcycles. Um, and then Tom Hiddleston, I was like, I was ready. I was prepared. And then I saw him <laughs> and my mind just went blank. You need to keep he it cool. so good. I you, don't know how to do that. Is he tall? Is Tom Hiddleston tall? He's very tall. He's taller than Chris Evans. He's taller than Chris Evans. Really? Chris Evans is pretty tall. Yeah, I I, I want to say Chris Evans is six foot, and I think Tom Hiddleston is six two. I wonder how they do them. Who's standing on the apple crate? Really? Uh-huh. Dang. Wow. He's but yeah, no, he was very tall. He was so nice though. He was really nice. Mm-hmm. I've, every single picture I've seen from that weekend of him with fans, he's got the biggest freaking smile. And it's so mm-hmm. genuine. He was excited to be there. I'm surprised he put Loki down then. Damn. What do you mean? I mean, oh, can't no spoilers. No spoilers for Loki. No spoilers. Oh, I, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I thought yeah. you meant said something bad about Loki. I'm pretty, like, I thought you meant like <laughs> insulted him. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm surprised. I hope he's not finished. Loki I feel like ended. there's a lot of potential of what you could do with how that ended. But that's all I'll say. But anyway, yes, he was beautiful and wonderful and very kind. And uh, yeah, one of the most magical moments of my life. Let's so we can I don't blame run. Loki for what happened to Monica at the end of this movie. Probably. Um, we, we'll we'll talk it. about that. Because I'm going to rant again and we don't need that for Like, we need to put some... <laughs> um the let's talk about the the water planet i love the musical it. planet the musical I loved planet it. i i like i would like to an extent and maybe oh, it's Dimitri. It's because it's not maybe it's not meant for me and that's okay you know do you know like musicals? are you a musical person it's not about do you that go, do you enjoy musicals i mean it was barely the musical part right like it was more like I don't know, you could like musicals and not like that, right? Yeah, kind of. They there's there's a lot of musicals where they just start randomly singing. Right. So it is jarring. And they like sing the conversation. I don't know. Right. That's a thing. I like it. I, I don't know. I'm a I will fan. say that this whole sequence and events that happened earlier, I think it's pretty clear. Carol Danvers ain't straight. <laughs> There's no, no. The also, is I would like to see no, more of her true. husband. Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong. Number one, we see Valkyrie in this movie. They yeah. have a long hug and mm-hmm. a big fat kiss 
on the cheek. Uh huh. They know each other. Yeah. They know each other very well. Yeah, they were roommates. And so mm-hmm. then you get to this, you get to this like musical planet. And I'm not I'm not a fan of conspiracy theories, especially when it comes to stuff like this, but it's a it was a legal convenience, like aka Carol legal needed insurance. Like, you're telling like, me <laughs> that a man who looks like that said, Will you be my wife? And you just said it's nah. a legal convenience. Well, <laughs> well in <laughs> like, defense of on. that, in the defense of that, there's probably like, Will you be my wife? She's not gonna stay there. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, she can go off this whole If I was Captain Marvel and that man asked me to be his wife, Mm. I would make that planet my home base. (laughs) I mean, that's cool. Not really my type. He was beautiful. You know, that's fine. And the whole time, Carol is in, you know, orange and pinks and purples. She has a whole orange, pink, purple hat. She's trying to hide herself. And then she has her shirt on. I was like, lots of orange, lots of pink. That's a that's a familiar color scheme, Carol Danvers. On a point where you're about to meet your husband. Hmm. Um, I also <laughs> yeah. thought her scenes her scenes with um, Maria. Maria. Were... I've always thought about her and Maria. No, they are family. They made it very clear. Family? How so? Oh, we. Oh, what kind of family? Oh, I thought Maria. Okay. Maria and Carol, yeah, you're telling me what did you think was family? Intimate photos of them all as a family. Wait, intimate photos that Carol left in their like little house, yeah. Maria, in what intimate you're saying, intimate in what respect? Because you, you not like that. (laughs) I watched the first Captain Marvel, and like they have photos of carol and maria at the bar together they're hugging they're moving in together it's like i mean like like i've got friends i've got very close friends i have deeply deeply loving friendships that was more yeah yeah that was more and 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 monica calls her aunt but in a like but it doesn't i don't think it means aunt you know what i mean it's more like, right? That's her second mom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the second mom sort of situation. Oh, for sure. She's mad Carol because her mom abandoned her. It's not just like, oh, my mom's friend who, yeah, you know, it, was kind of right. gonna... It's it her mom. Oh, nobody her cares. Mom. Like, oh, my mom's friend abandoned us. My aunt abandoned us. Or I my mom say, abandoned me. Here's the thing. I will say it's weird that... Lieutenant Trouble age that we see in Captain Marvel, right? That was five, five. Carol left five to six years ago, or like disappeared five to six years ago. So, for what from zero to six? Yes, I we just started. watched a movie. No, I know Carol she Danvers. Looked, yeah, yeah, Carol Danvers, uh-huh. like became Captain Marvel and was kidnapped by the Kree five to six years before the events of Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. oh I see what you're saying. Yes, so. I don't know how old Lieutenant Trouble actress was at oh, the time. Okay. But like I'm I'm assuming maybe 12. So from zero to six, you have Carol Danvers in your life. She leaves for from like for six years. Now you're 12. You see, you hang out with her for what, maybe a weekend? And then you and then she disappears for 30 years. How close were they? You know, like they care exactly. Like for if that, it's just your mom's friend. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. If it's That's just your mom. mom's friend, you're like, oh man, I haven't seen that person in a while. But if this person literally changed my diapers, was there when I walked, you know, from zero to six, that's a, they dated. Maria and Carol definitely dated. I can believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And the scene of them, like, it's after the blip, but when Maria is, is, you know, on her last legs, right? And they're sitting on the porch in that scene. Mm. A little bit of gray in her hair. I'm like, I think that was one of my biggest surprises because Monica has been holding on to this anger. Like Carol never came back 30 years and she never, but she did. And she came during the blip. Well, she didn't, she didn't come back before the blip though. That's the whole point. The biggest chunk when Monica was alive and unblipped, she didn't show up. That's valid. Yeah. That's valid. As far as Monica's concerned, she didn't show up because she wasn't there when she did. Right. Mm -hmm. It was a little too late, you know? That's so heartbreaking. I wonder like, I wonder if Carol buried Maria. You know, or probably. like was there for her death at the very or at least her That would have been nice. Probably. It would have been nice to see. I hope I hope she was. You know what would have been a really good scene? If they went to that hospital room where Monica had been blipped from. Mm-hmm. And that bed would have been Maria's bed. Mm-hmm. They have their conversation there. They refer to the chair. You know what I mean? Mm. And we get some like final scene. Because the chair's know. right there. The chair. <laughs> the chair's right there. <laughs> the chair's right there. I don't know. Well, I mean, as far as we know, when, when, in Endgame, when the blip ends, Carol's in space doing God knows what. You know, so if, I guess she just wasn't at the bedside with Maria for that long. I think it was just a quick visit. What? What? What would that? That wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. She would be with Maria when Maria dies, and then she goes back in outer space. We don't know when she died in the five years, though. Okay. Yeah. Where? Whenever. Whenever. <laughs> no, at some point she dies. Carol's by her side. She dies. She leaves. We'll see. I guess yeah. we'll never know. I feel like we're missing a lot of important questions from the like the structure of the MCU. That's kind of the problem here because some people want just bam biff kapow. And some people want yeah. an underlying human sort of connection to their to their stories and i mean why not both like the best superhero movies do both but i feel like right. there are certain marvel projects that are just like well bam biff kapow is what you get that's it we don't have time for anything else yeah do you have an example uh so if i'm talking about the blip because my big thing is like the blip should have been more uh, integral to everything um i think they could have moved i think they could have mentioned the blip did they mention the blip in shang chi i like shang chi i'm just saying um i believe go ahead i seem to remember because i remember like my roommate at the time was not really into marvel and she was thinking about seeing it and i was trying to like steer her clear of any spoilers as she was watching all everything so i seem to remember there's a 
poster. There's like posters and whatnot in the background, and there might be one throwaway line. Yeah. But it's not really. At most, there's a throwaway line, but I don't even know if that happened. I know there's posters like in the background of stuff or like like a newspaper in the backgrounds of scenes that mention the blip. Mm-hmm. At most, I think there might be one line. I I mean, maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. But I, I feel a little bit let down by like the lack of interconnectedness yeah you know i speaking of the blip was kamala blipped we don't know because there's one the one there's one line in the the marvels that caught my attention when um they're getting ready they, they've just you know come back to earth after evacuating the the, the space station, all the flurkins are letting all the people loose. And the three of them are gearing up to go up and battle Darben. And Kamala's having a moment with her family and her brother says something about, I don't want to be an only child again. And I, you know, obviously they have a little bit of an age gap. (laughs) I thought that was because the age gap. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm thinking about. I have, I mean, I know people that have a big age gap with siblings. I have friends whose siblings are 10 years older than them. But traditionally, most families, kids are, you know, especially if there's just two, there's only a couple years between them. It's possible that they really just have a big age gap. But... That that line made me think like, oh, like, was he an only child because she was blipped or is it just from when he was a kid growing up before she was born? I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility that there's just a big age gap in between them, right? Yeah. Oh, but then again, she was, she's so obsessed with Captain Marvel. I think and Captain Kamala Marvel Khan would like during the blip. Yeah. I think Kamala Khan works better if she's not blipped. Yeah. It's like if she's, I'm assuming 15? Yeah, she's like 15. So you're telling me this little girl was in New Jersey, right next to New York, when Spider-Man got abducted by aliens. 10 years old, right? And then she lives through a post-blip and during the blip era, like everyone has no hope. The Avengers lost. And then when she's 15, like um, I guess you hear the story of how they won, and there's this random person named Captain Marvel who came in and destroyed everything. And you're in Jersey and you can yeah, see... Yeah, I think like, that makes more sense. Like, I think I would be amazed too. <laughs> I... Know? So you're saying she didn't get blipped. You don't think she did? I, yeah. I don't think, I I don't think that makes more sense. I don't think any Kamala's family got blipped. But that's the problem, is that, like, we know that the blip happened. And we know the blip affected everybody. But we're purposely not stating... That. Yeah. It's been I mean, it's been yeah. sprinkled in, especially the earlier stuff. But I mean, even if they just say that, like, luckily we were all blipped together, boom. Do or not. I mean, Peter that? Peter Parker and his friends were. Yeah, all of yeah. them were blipped. All of Spider Man cast blipped, except that one kid who who didn't get blipped, and now he's part of their grade. <laughs> That's great, That's <right>. honestly. <laughs> like no, and then the teacher who like. 
he's he thought his wife got blipped and she used that excuse to leave him. <laughs> there were like there were good moments. <laughs> Can you imagine? Wait, would you be upset if your partner found someone else during the blip? Would oh, I be upset? Yeah. I'd be because upset. You, I'd like understand, seconds. you know, as far as that person's concerned, I'm dead and you know, time passes, you move on. But mm. I'd still be upset because it's for me, no time has <laughs> Five passed. Years? Five years. I think what'd oh be cool God. is like you open up Tinder and like all the people who are older than you, now you're their age. If they got blipped and you're like a whole new dating pool now, you know? You ever thought to yourself, like, do you have to like like, on the driver's license oh that there's so a little asterisk because because they they're like this with are flash. there yeah yeah because like technically based on his birth year flash is 21 but he was blipped <laughs> he was blipped <laughs> does like do they have to come up with like a new driver's license system like hey here's when they were born but they were blipped so legally <laughs> Not See, just driver's licenses. You'd have to overhaul the whole like medical administration system. Yeah. Because you can't just enter a, a year someone was born. You have to probably have a toggle feature that either like subtracts a five. The blip. Like there's yeah. probably, yeah. There's so, just like an extra toggle that says blipped, which subtracts it's like, five. All right, time for your uh, colonoscopy. And it's like, I'm not old enough. Like I'm I only 35. Oh, we gotta get yearly prostate exams, and it's like, what? I'm 35. Ladies you know, and gentlemen, like, may nope. I present to you the plot of She-Hulk season two, <laughs> where She-Hulk <laughs> represents people who have been affected by the blip. <laughs> Even if they did that, I'd I, I'd like that. That'd Think be about nice. it. Yeah, you know, it would work. Oh, uh, another a favorite scene that I had. Oh, was Kaylin gonna say something? No, never mind. I loved them working together as a family because that's what it was like it was like a family having fun on the ship working together to to switch spots oh yes they're like doing double dutch and juggling and kamala does it because i don't think kamala has done double dutch before right <laughs> like and she's like jump in. Uh, uh, I'll go, uh, no. jump in just jump in <laughs> <laughs> i remember trying to do double dutch as a kid on the playground and i was not good i have it's no difficult it's difficult very difficult do you think carol knows how to do double dutch because she spent so much time with monica like black people i wasn't gonna say that know. but i say I monica know. knows it she she lost her memory so all the cool black things that carol knew about looks like it's gone oh no sorry like oh, all no. the rhythm carol had gone carol's like do i clap on the one and the three or the two and the four or... you can blame the cree for that one you know like all How the do you knowledge do the of Cupid spices i <laughs> i forget i've been on holla for so long <laughs> you you actually you know holla has the driest food are you kidding me? It's, oh, totally unseasoned. Holla has the worst food, especially with no atmosphere. I bet it's like the most driest. Right. And no water. Flop. You know what? Darben just like, makes perfect sense. <laughs> just dry, stale bread. For 30 years, I'd hate Captain Marvel too. Wait, are you saying that the <laughs> Crete that that Darban should have taken other world spices? Probably. <laughs> You know what? It's the colonizer <laughs> mindset. He's like, bang. Might as well go Everybody's pantries. 
It's like, we don't need a new atmosphere. We need some adobo. <laughs> it's like, oh, very nice, you know? Um, by the way, did they take all the ocean from that one planet or did they get stopped? I'm pretty sure it's stopped. I think they took some of it. Okay. Mm. It's just because the planet was primarily water. Yeah. I mean, 90% is a lot of water. You know, I feel like you can like stop. Not 90%, like, it was like 98% or something. It was a little like. Yeah, you have 8% of our water. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Earth, our oceans are rising. Take some of ours. <laughs> I there actually don't, go. I don't, I mean, either way, it messes up your ecosystem. Probably. Can't give away probably really screws 8% up the ecosystem. of your water. Well, okay. Um, also, that's all salt water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You They're going to have to, like, filter that and stuff. I'm sure they have filters. Yeah, right? but they, you can't just use that water right away. It's like people are dehydrating and are dehydrated and dying. But you can't just give them the salt water. Right. Um, so do we are there are there spots in this movie that were not that were not hidden? Because I'm trying to go through it in my head. Um parts that were not hitting. Honestly, um honestly, the parts that weren't hidden for me, I will say the the mind meld sequence. And because oh. I wish they would just had like a non sci-fi conversation. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like point. like I wish they could have just talked it out. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I think it was need... a little traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you For need the whole brainwashing, whatchamacallit, torture about whatever it's called. They could because the, in the previous scene, Monica was like, I needed you there. You missed me getting powers and all this stuff. Like it was a whole thing. I needed you. I know the, yeah. the galaxy needed Captain Marvel. Look how much that did. I needed my aunt. You know. Do you guys agree with that? By the way, I always see that on things, right? Where it's like they're like a, a character's parent or loved one is a, you know, yeah, Justin. Oh, I was trying to focus. Oh. I will say, <laughs> raising your hand. No, I was raising my hand. I will say now that now that you called me, I have to say something. Uh, I will say that I think this is one of the writing pitfalls that Marvel weirdly put Captain Marvel in, in that oh she's so powerful she has to be like not on Earth. And in my opinion, I don't think she's that more powerful. She's not that powerful. Like not. I mean, she's powerful, powerful, but yes, very powerful. But it's not, not like, like she's. End she's not every that end I thought she was fast. I I didn't know she needed a ship. Yeah, she is pretty fast, like real fast. That was weird. Um, but she's not, is what I'm trying to say. She a ship is, is faster, fast. right? No, well, because there. I remember, In certain situations, maybe. Remember when, like, Carol accidentally switched with Kamala. And Carol's on Earth. Yeah. And then Kamala and Monica are about to fight Darben. And then here comes Captain Marvel swooping in. I was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, Where'd you, you were there in minutes. She well, yeah. used a gate, right? <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, you were there in minutes from Earth to the Cree, the new like scroll right. homeworld, whatever that was. I was like, wow. But she That's didn't seem to gates. fly that fast, though. Look at it. But uh, in my opinion, it's. I just wish 
Captain Marvel would have been on Earth more. I think putting her in space during Endgame, like, really messed with her character. She didn't get to interact with all the Avengers. And some of the best Captain Marvel's moments is when she does yeah. that, like, weird thing with Thor where, like, oh, who's this new person? And then, like, she doesn't even flinch. Yeah. And he catches Stormbreaker right next to her. And he's like, ooh, I like her. Which is and also a dick move on Thor's part. Let's very just... dick move. Yeah. But think of all the quips that she could have made with Thor and all the cool things. Like, right. I, I really don't like that they put Captain Marvel in space for, for like 30 years, you know? Almost like they were like, everybody's talking bad about her. Let's exile the character to space. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, does Kamala get the both bangles at the end or no? Yeah. Or does she yeah. lose both? But she gives one to Carol. Yes. Why does she even need one? Why does Kamala need a bangle? Anymore? Why does Kamala have different powers? Who knows? That's a different thing, <laughs> sir. I think it's I think it's to say I don't think she needs the, the last time I checked, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who's watched Miss Marvel thing. Yeah. Kamala has powers. Yes. The bangles allow her to access and channel her powers, right? I, I think so. Just, I thought it just activated it. And that According was all According think... to this movie movie. Yeah. Now that like two bangles you'll be able to open up a portal to anywhere i don't yeah because in the comics the quantum bands are teleportation devices but Mm. in miss marvel the quantum band was almost just like a unlock your 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 latent x gene sort of situation Mm. yeah and then they so, added that on top. So I'm not sure why Carol gets one and Kamala gets one. I mean, might as well give Kamala the power up. Secret Wars is closer than you think. Give her, go ahead, give her the power up. It's fine. No right. one's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's not that bad of a power. Like, like the quantum bands creating teleportation things. Like, as long as you do it in space, it's not that bad. Like, it just creates another gateway. Oh, right. here's a real thing I didn't like. A real thing that I didn't like the ending where monica uses her powers to close the hole yeah but on the other side where she could get trapped when kamala khan has the power to make leg constructs that could just plug the hole you can't plug the hole you have you to can plug stick, the hole. you're having to stitch the hole together right? i feel didn't you have to like together aren't like... just permanent i feel like that would be a lot of power exertion like she would have to maintain the hole maintain or at least a, a, a brief solution so monica doesn't get trapped on the other side of a n- different reality but listen justin <laughs> that would have defeated the purpose of where they were going all right <laughs> why did monica With the have plot. To, all hey, right as, let's talk why about did they, she have to Rambeau, get trapped so they could person. have the after credit scene let's, let's let's why they have to kill a black person why did they have to send no, all you the have black a point there. movie to well, a different reality huh i i I know that there's the idea that, that like, oh, yeah, they killed Monica. But also, it they made Monica expendable by making this, like, mother-daughter thing with, like, Kamala and Carol, right? And then they almost, like, Monica didn't matter in this movie. Yeah. She didn't even get a superhero didn't name. Matter. She gave She gave Carol Danvers humanity. Like the magical Negro she was, you know? And it, it almost seemed like it was like, <laughs> you made a mistake with me, don't make a mistake with her. 
and that was her purpose. And it's like, or you mend the yeah. relationship. I don't. I feel like they wasted Monica in this. Also, they didn't give her a code name. Yes, right. They, they gave, gave her like her ten, a... but like, white spectrum. It, it was like <laughs> it was like the other Captain Marvel movie, Shazam. Like they never truly said the name. They just gave out a lot of possibilities. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. very weird. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that post credit scene. Uh, I hated it. <gasps> Okay. Wait, it. which one? Are you talking about it. the Young Avengers one? Nope. Or I like that. X-Men? I like that. That was good. And we why can talk about that was post credit scene, was why it? Don't no, you that like was in the movie. Blue people succeed, Dimitri. Go ahead. You already said I'm racist against green people. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri just really doesn't like people made of colors from I don't like uh, colored people. Is that what the color wheel? He doesn't like people. He doesn't like color wheel color people. You know what? Someone clip that and then we'll use it when we cancel Dimitri. Please, please don't. Um, I'm a big fan of X-Men. Yes. And but yes. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna accept an adaptation of X-Men. That's fine, right? You're gonna say you're gonna be mad about Fraser coming back, Dimitri? Really? Really? There used to be <laughs> there used to be a, a sort of shorthand when it came to crossovers in media, multiple universes in media, so on and so forth. And that was mm-hmm. when a new actor gets a part it's like a different universe or it's a different timeline or whatever. Or if it's the same actor, then like in a given universe, one actor can only play one role. Like in Kevin Smith's universe, he had the same actor play multiple roles and then say, oh yeah, they're all cousins. Like it's just Mm. throwaway Mm -hmm. stuff. But the point being is that like, there used to be like hard and fast rules, but, Mm -hmm. and this is something we talked about when Spider-Man came out and it's like, okay, so in the multiverse, we have the same character played by different actors, but also in the multiverse, don't we have like the same, do we have the same actor playing the same, like multiple characters? Yes. Right. I can think of two instances off the top of my head in Marvel. Right. It's anything goes. And then we get like, the, the shorthand should have been if Kelsey Grammer voices Beast, it is the X-Men The Last Stand universe. Like, it's that timeline. That's the shorthand that should have been given. I think it is. It could be, but I don't... I I, think they're... I don't think To a degree, taking the existing X-Men film universe, to a degree, Mm -hmm. obviously. It's been a while, not all actors might come back, and they might want to make some casting changes for the sake of casting changes. Yeah. But I think they're basically setting it up so that universe is canon now within the mcu i don't necessarily know how i feel about it i don't think they would but i'm also the wrong person to ask because i'm not necessarily an x-men person i've seen the movies but like i'm not an x-men person i'm not invested so it's not your fault it's just getting confusing in general right but also is it confusing okay because like here's what i took from it yeah so in earlier in the movie, in the Marvels, <laughs> the movie that we're talking about right now. Yes. Monica Rambeau or Maria Rambeau says, I could never be Captain Marvel. Right? 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 We see a different universe where she is Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Right? Different universe. Yes. 
So with a Charles Xavier, correct? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Multiverse Madness. Yes. Thank yes, you. Multiverse okay, yes. So that indicates that in this universe, where the, the universe that Monica and Rambeau got flung into is not that universe because she is not Captain Marvel from what the costume says. She's binary. She is binary. Right? Binary universe has its own X-Men that is separate but equal to the Multiverse of Madness X-Men where everyone kind of died. Right. And Patrick Stewart was in the Multiverse of Madness alternate universe. Kelsey Grammer is a CGI beast. So this can't, this is not Last Stand. This is not that. He's not the same beast. It's not the same beast, and that's okay. Because in Secret Wars and Deadpool 3 that is coming out next year, we are seeing an X-Men where Logan has the bright yellow suit. Which is fine. And we see the bright blue beast here. Like, it wasn't like interpretive, like, Days of Future Past, I become a werewolf beast. It it was fucking beast. Like, the beastie beast beast beast, you know? Right, it's a different design. It's more of the common oh, design, but it's a, CG, starters, it's a CGI know? one. I just, I think it's lazy. I think they're <gasps> doing a lot of lazy things. I think that they, they, that universe that Monica got flung into at the end could have, just to make it easier, be the universe from Multiverse of Madness, except Maria lives. Okay. Like, she got crushed by a pillar. So what? It wasn't like she got chopped in half, you know? Like, (laughs) so what? And then Xavier's dead. That's a way more compelling universe. Is it? Where all the big big heroes have died because of a multiversal invasion? Hmm, I wonder what that universe would react to. How they would deal with things. That's so much better. And now Maria has been brought back from the dead or rehabilitated, maybe with a different power set, maybe not. I don't know. And now she has to lead the charge against multiversal threats. Monica's a multiversal threat. What's going on here? So much better. So I do, I do, I do have a very concerning thought. A very scary. Is it about my mental state? Uh, that's all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, my concerning thought. Is we all know the beloved Southern Bell Rogue, right? Right. The we what? Love Rogue. Mm-hmm. We love Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, yeah. And Rogue's one of Rogue's most famous moments is when she steals Captain Marvel's powers. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Are we scared that instead, of, like, to keep Carol Danvers as powerful as she is, uh oh, Rogue takes by now. <laughs> powers from another universe and just sucks her clean dry like oh no ooh bad choice of words I'm so sorry I will uh, we'll, we'll talk so later sorry. about the double entendres um that'll be like, the, that'll be the after hours show if, if is gonna be there for like a quick second like is Lashana Lynch just doomed to always like die these horrific ways you know she dies cancer I hadn't even thought about that you're so right I don't think so they just keep killing off this one woman (laughs) this one woman you know I feel like she's gonna be set up she's already died twice I don't I don't uh, I have hated from the get-go when people are like how are the x-men joining the marvel universe 
I have hated the from the get-go that they are from another universe brought in and folded in. It doesn't make Me any too. sense. Me too. It it, yep. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense to the thesis of X-Men even. To the point where why bring in X-Men if you're going to do that? That doesn't make any sense. But also, I feel like there's, I feel like unfortunately there's no easy way to suddenly integrate there, them. There is. Because, but well, I feel like if they put them, you know, they they suddenly have the X-Men pop up within the existing universe, mm-hmm. then, you know, the, the big point of the X-Men is that they're not accepted by society. Yeah. But society is already well established in the mcu that society accepts superheroes they love superheroes not everyone but a lot of them do i was talking about this i mean obviously they have a problem with the scrolls but for the most part x-men look human not all of them but for the most part they look human i feel like if like suddenly it was found out that there's this mutant gene and some people are mutants and developing powers. I don't know how I don't know how much the MCU as established would discriminate against them. So ask uh, President Ritson. Yeah. Well, Ritz, once Ritson again, I didn't watch Secret Invasion. So he flipped on a dime, you know. Um I think some people would. Some people obviously yeah. would, but would society as a whole? But society as a whole doesn't. That's also the thing about like racism and all these like different like conflicts is like there has to be some sort of government thing. But then I don't know. Anyway, yeah. The the X Men, somebody who I forget who I was talking to, but we were talking about X Men and like someone's like, well, why are superheroes revered but X Men hated in the universe? And it really it's not about the powers part. Sure, it is about the powers and responsibility and like having someone being able to have checks and balances and not you know right. blowing up people in the streets sure but the mutants have an extra thing and that's this changes everything the mutants have the fact that they will replace humans okay that there is a that's a huge part the whole it's, i mean we literally had in real the life, next they shall not replace evolutionary us. like yes they're the next evolutionary step and people don't want that people don't want to feel like they are obsolete we're all humans. And then when we realize there's another step in the ex- in human evolution, we start hating them. That happens, you know? Yeah. Not to mention, people have always brought up like, yeah, then where have the mutants been this whole time? Well, I don't know. Tell me where the Eternals have been. Tell me where all the magic... <laughs> tell me where all the magic users have been. Because there are a bunch of magic users in the MCU. Yeah. We never see them. And they don't all... Like the witches of Agatha's coven don't go and help out in Endgame. A lot of people don't go out and help help in Endgame. If mutants have to stay secret, then they've been a secret this whole time. Okay, mm. I'll accept that. That's my. But that's not what they're gonna do. <laughs> and I don't. But I don't want them to be like, oh, all the mutants get onto a spaceship life raft and then take go from a dying universe to this universe. I messed up. Is that X-Men? Is, you know? Nope. <laughs> you gotta ask Kevin Feige. Sounds I, a little inhuman to me. Adding another thing is that I don't think that Kevin Feige is gonna bring in the Fox X-Men as main cast X-Men. Like, main main um, timeline X-Men. Mostly because he no. didn't have a say in it. 
and it ended badly. Dark Phoenix. There are more. I never saw that. There one. are more misses than hits. Ooh. I love Fox's X Men stuff. I do, because that was the only way I was getting X Men. And they do some good movies, but the rest are bad. And I don't think yeah. Kevin Feige is going to say we're going to continue from here. It'd be like Christopher Nolan continuing from Batman and Robin, which he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> he shouldn't have. I just. I don't know. I'm just upset by that end end credit thing because I feel like I should love it. Like I, anyone who knows me should be like Dimitri's gonna love it, right? And I did not. Yeah, I I understand your reasoning. I get it. Yeah. And I it honestly almost makes sense as because you're a diehard X Men fan, yeah. it makes sense that you didn't love it because obviously you want things to be done. I mean, when it comes to some of the characters I love, I want things to be done a certain way. I don't like the Titan show. And 90% of that is the portrayal of Dick Grayson. I hate the Titans show so much. <laughs> I, I never, never finished watched it. that. I never, did. I never, some seasons were okay. Um, I never watched the final season. It was a collection but... of moments. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I watched some of it. I watched the first couple of seasons mostly because it was like the only live action Dick Grayson we had gotten since the nineties. Yeah. Um, and I, it was clear to me that it was heading in the direction of him becoming Nightwing, which obviously <laughs> I wanted. teasing it for so long. And I was, I was Did he become Nightwing? to get a live action After Nightwing. like season two, I think, right? It was at the end of season two. They finally gave him the, the end of season two. It was end of season two. At what point does Beast Boy get to change into more than one animal? That's all like end I, of season I don't know. three. Far, did they finally have it? Oh, that's right. He only know, changes into one animal? Yes. 90% of the show, he was only a, uh, a, tiger. a tiger, and that was it. Why? Because he don't couldn't know. access it. But For then they budget. operated on it. Like, bad guys operated on his brain, and I thought, oh, he's going to get the powers. Nope. Even that didn't. No. Like, I think at one point a, he finally turned into, like, a bat, but that was He did it. turn into a bat to a of a swarm of bats right yeah he was like a flock of bats i don't know <laughs> what is the science behind that i don't know but anyway the the point of that is i watched something because they took a character i love but it wasn't good because it was a character i love yeah well so i understand where you're coming from are other people really liking that end credit scene with beast and and i i Maria? Did, but Okay. I'm not an X. I mean, I have seen most of the X Men movies. Um, I went through last year, and I was like, I'm gonna watch the X Men movies, and I, I watched most of them, and I really did enjoy some of them. Some of yeah. them, I, some as a whole, I enjoyed them. Uh, there's definitely a bunch that I probably wouldn't watch again, but there's yeah. a couple that I'm like, I, I would absolutely watch again. I I enjoyed First Class. I enjoyed Days of Future Past. Days of Future um, Past is my favorite. Like, but absolutely. yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Um, so I enjoyed that, but I also recognize that that wasn't a super true, accurate adaptation of the accurate. characters. I'm just no, I know, but I, I'm I, just wondering where they're going. Cause it doesn't make any I don't sense know. to me. As someone who's not necessarily an X-Men fan, but enjoyed X-Men to a degree. And I like the concept of the X-Men as a whole. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see the X-Men. But that's just me. Yeah. Did you guys like the Kate Bishop scene at the end? Yes. I do, but uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm like, finally, we get an Avengers team. 
Um, I am. Uh, this is gonna sound weird, but I don't mean it to. Uh, after seeing the box office numbers for this movie that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think the lesson that we all should have learned is that. Disney Plus doesn't breed the breeding ground that we thought it did, or streaming and television audiences in general don't show up to the movies as much as we thought they did. Yeah, I think Miss Marvel yeah. should have been a movie. I think Hawkeye should have been a movie. Yeah, and yeah. I really hope, and it's probably not going to happen, that Young Avengers is a movie. I think this universe. Needs I would think that one would be, but yeah, who knows? Think about it though. It's two people from Disney Plus, and and from well, what so I'm far, hearing, from what I'm reading, it's like you have Kate Bishop, uh, Kamal Khan. That's two. I would assume America. America, maybe America, but also right? Wanda's sons, the twins. I hate the how twins, they keep bringing they also... up the twins. I don't think so the twins like, are coming back. I don't before out well, of five of those people are from Disney but then Plus. Kamala also mentioned um oh apparently Ant-Man has a kid. Yeah. That's so true. Cassie. And she was she's movies. I just I don't know the line so, of the of best, the young Avengers. Three like, fifths of this team is from Disney Plus. Right. They should have been movies from the get-go, you know, and I love them. I love Kate Bishop. I love Haley Steinfeld's portrayal of Kate Bishop. I think it's brilliant casting. Mm. I thought she was phenomenal in this series. And the same goes for Ahmad Vellani. They were so good that yeah. they should have been in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think nearly yeah. enough people have watched Ms. Marvel and they should because it really is such a shining light in Marvel right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she was the best part of this movie. Oh, wholeheartedly. You know, without question, that and goose. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know where the line is between Young Avengers and Avengers now. It's just kind of weird. It's inconsistent. I, I don't. Yeah. I think we need a new Avengers team, not a new Young Avengers. I, I agree. I don't care. I don't. I mean, I love the the comics and everything, but these aren't the comics, and I, I know that like. If we never get a Young Avengers team, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, they could just fold them into the, not not the real Avengers. I mean, like Sam needs a Sam right needs a team. Put Shang Chi on there. Right. Throw Kamala Khan and Hawkeye on there. Shuri, you know Shuri, and that's maybe if you're feeling dangerous, throw She Hulk on there too. I mean, that's a that's a solid lineup. I mean, throw in Valkyrie. Yeah. No, oh God. Yeah. I will say no, Valkyrie. No. no? She'd rather be president because weirdly, I think she has a job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, I mean, yes, true. she has a job, but you know, I think we need honestly, an Asgardian. Just, I think we should just have something that focuses kid on her. Kid Loki, or just Loki in general. Or Loki. Loki. More Loki. More likely like to more get Loki. more likely to get <laughs> Sylvie, but yeah. You know what? I wouldn't be mad about it. Sylvie joins the Avengers. Sure, why not? Did she get a better haircut? <laughs> you don't I like, did not like her. You I did not. It looks like it looks like a mullet. In in it this was. season, in this season, right? <laughs> yeah, I liked her hair first season. Yeah, I didn't like her hair this season. 
Yeah. She looked bad. But like I thought it made her look old and she's so pretty. I I mm. think that like I think that Marvel had some really good stuff and I and I I'm not counting out Marvel. I'm not one of those people because I also feel like people who count out Marvel are coming at it for whatever reason and I don't know whether they're in good faith. But yeah. um you know, but I think that Marvel had a chance to keep the ball rolling and they kind of fumbled the ball. And mm-hmm. I think that part of it is because you have to consistently bring in new viewers and you have to keep the old people entertained. This is any industry. This is any brand that you have. Sure. Brand name recognition, but you have to bring in five-year-olds. You got to bring in 50-year-olds or keep the 50-year-olds, you know? Yeah. You have to, which means Sure, there are going to be 50-year-olds that don't want any changes to their lineup. And there's going to be ones that want to see Shang-Chi join the Avengers. And you can do both. I think. Yeah. Can you? You get people used to it. And <laughs> you can you can make it work. But I think that they fumbled. And uh, you have to have small stories and you have to have big stories. The multiverse is, it's just, it's too much. Give us some time. Yeah. Give us some time. Yeah. Don't but the, you want to see Andrew Garfield again? Uh, honestly, if I never do, see... I'm fine. Because but, Don't you want to see Hugh Jackman? Yes. I, I know I am getting Hugh Jackman, but again, if I never do, I'm fine. I'm fine with them recasting the X-Men. That's okay. Don't you want David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like yeah, that's exactly that's exactly. Don't you want Tom Cruise as Iron Man? Never. Don't you want Emily Blunt as Black Widow? Oh, Terrence Howard coming back as War Machine? Don't you want that? This is what this is what your your dad you know had. See, you don't know? you want um Eric Bana to come back? Are you too good? Are you too, you know, better than what your father had back in the day mm, with his mm, MCU? See, they were struggling. It's time to honor those people, which is why we're bringing back the guy who was covered in green paint in the Hulk show, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> come on out. <laughs> uh, honestly, I feel like people would like that. <laughs> um, That's what you want, right? We're bringing all the pieces together. I think what guys, what certain guys want is an all male Avengers team, and even Black Widow and Black Widow, but Black she has Widower. to be very, yeah, she has to be way more sultry. Like her zipper doesn't zip up all the zipper way. doesn't go all the way up. It gets stuck, no pants. and she's like, I guess I'm fine, you know. No sports bra. Back, I think we'll win a lot of people back with Thunderbolts. I think we will. If it's not AI written, if it has proper writers, yeah. I mean, they have to now. They have to now, which is a good thing. I so I foresee good. Oh, good, some good stuff, but yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't get the hate for this movie. I give it a B. I like it. Yeah. I also think that it's a really good one for like younger kids to come into. And, oh yeah, you know, and like teenage girls. And I'm not discounting teenage girls. Teenage girls are a big part of the market. They're human beings. They deserve okay. Marvel stuff too. They just aren't necessarily always the forefront of 
the thought process when creating and or marketing. Yeah. So I think this was marketed to them. They just need to come. Yes, out. this one was. I'm, I'm saying just like more and more they are realizing, hey, we actually can make money off of girls who like this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts for the Marvels? Whether it's your, your you know, closing statement, your restatement of your thesis, uh, uh, any sorts of stuff. Once again, uh, 10 out of 10 for cats. <laughs> um justice for monica rambeau yeah (laughs) because i feel like she's gonna get stuck there and forgotten about because how many open plot lines are there in the mcu right now that have not been what are the rings from shang chi that is apparently extraterrestrial because captain marvel was supposed to be dealing with that yep she's busy okay obviously she, she got married it was a whole thing (laughs) <laughs> like let's bring Simu Liu back. I, sure. Yeah, it's the biggest drop ball. Yeah, I want another Shang Chi. That's one of the best Marvel movies out there. Let's get more. I pitched my Shang Chi to today. Oh really? To, to Marvel? No, to TikTok because oh, I know they'll no. never make my version, but it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check your pitch out. Who's your Who's your villain? Arcade. Ooh. Mm, Arcade's my first villain. Arcade's my first villain in in X Men, but okay. Uh, no one's using arcade, which is why I felt I would be using <laughs> arcade. No, well, it's my universe, so it's you, my it, well, I guess we're uh different universes in the multiverse. Then I guess Shang-Chi so. teams up with the X Men to fight Maybe. arcade. Arcade doesn't need that much <laughs> like, <laughs> opposition, but okay, all right. Um I'll 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 go watch that. Do you guys have any closing thoughts, or where's was that your closing? I'm good. That was <laughs> my, my, closing, my closing thoughts is um, don't use the G word. Um, <laughs> don't night. be racist against green people. Oh, yes. that G word. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, it's it's great to be back to be talking about movies. Uh, uh, you know, um, tomorrow we will be talking about Loki season two. Um, which may or may not tie in with this. I'm not quite sure. Uh, it was a doozy. It was a doozy. Um, before we get going, though, uh, as I thank both of you and I thank out thank the people out there, Jason Williams on YouTube, uh, a bag of pudding, um, first time chatter. I don't know if a bag of pudding is still there. A bag of pudding <laughs> said, what about Kamala being a mutant, though? Um, uh, what, what about? about? <laughs> what that wasn't about? necessarily <laughs> brought up in this. Yeah. But... I mean, other than the X-Men thing at the end. Right. Also, I, I think that will be further explored. And I, or at least I'm hoping they further explore that and explain that. Yeah. But. Um, what if Rogue takes Kamala's powers? <gasps> and then she reverts back to stretching. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't think too hard. Don't yeah. think too hard. <laughs> I wanted to see the Shi'ar Empire. Or at least have a mention to it. I think the Shi'ar bird people. I love. It's not about the bird people as much as it is, and they are super cool. It's about the the Imperial Guard. Mm. Have you 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 guys know them? Nope. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the Shi'ar Empire. I'm really good at pretending. So the Shi'ar Empire took over a big part of the galaxy. They're one of the three main empires. So the Shi'ar Empire is one of the biggest ones, and from each of their worlds, they have people enlist into their superhuman army. So they have a whole 
like elite squadron of different alien races that have different powers as their like personal imperial guard oh okay yeah super cool i like it anyway that's what i i wish was in this movie you know but it is what it is um thank you to bag of pudding thank you to darth chaco out there for hopping in um i saw that drew was here if i saw that correctly drew deficit was also uh out there uh he didn't say anything but i saw him i'm calling him out um before we get going kaylin where can we find you what do you got coming up anything you want to plug uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, Comics by Kaylin. I don't necessarily have anything specific coming up other than I did buy my C2E2 tickets the other day. Ooh. Um, so oh, I will be at C2E2, to... but that's in like you are know, we all, six Are months. we all going to C2E2? We better be. Uh, Dimitri, you got a plan with me. <laughs> we got to find a place. Am I going to see you? Yeah, I still have to find a place. See you, me, too? what i don't, I don't know, know. i'm having a stroke i'm having no, a stroke we need, to, we need to work on our we need to lock yeah. down a hotel mean to me yeah we will we will or airbnb we'll yeah see. but uh gonna paint yeah, the town so I, don't, red. I don't have anything specific coming up um i'm kind of taking a break from making some cosplays right now after the insane con crunch that was this summer and prep for uh new york comic con that was yeah. a mistake having four brand new cosplays even though it paid off um I kind of just have more of like long-term goals of working on my crafting skills, learning sewing more. Um, you know, I've got some long-term cosplays I want to make, but I don't have them necessarily. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I want to have this done by this con. It's when mm. it's done, it's done. So yeah. kind of just working on my skills is is the plan for now. I look and forward to just making content. With. Yeah. And just making content with uh, my current stuff. I've got yeah. a bunch of, Nightwing and Midnight Spider lined up in my drafts. So, all right, all right, looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Justin, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, you you can plug? find me wherever toys are sold on TikTok, Twitter, and on Instagram <laughs> at Freddie's Roommate. Uh, if you like reality TV, I host a podcast with Deja Talks TV called Decoding Reality. We talk about the Golden Bachelor right now, but. Ooh. If you like me talking about movies and television and all the stuff that's happening on the screen, go listen to Screen Studies. It's a podcast about with me and Deja where we talk about movies and television. Um, and yeah, see you guys at C2E2. Yeah. They'll probably be the next one. Yeah. So that we're yeah. All, possibly all go through there. Yeah. I think that's the next one we'll all be at together. Okay. If, the if next Kayla's con I'm going, going to at all. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> now I have to go. Um, thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to you too so much for for coming on. Uh, if you guys are watching us live on Twitch uh, TV slash The Keeg Show or YouTube.com slash The Keeg Show, uh, thank you guys so much for watching us live. But if you're watching us or listening to us after the fact, uh, that's wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, we are there. If you're on social media, TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones at The Keeg Show. But we're also on you know Threads and TikTok. Oh, I already mentioned TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. We're everywhere at The Keeg Show or slash The Keeg Show and patreon.com slash The Keeg Show if you want to give back to The Keeg. Um, other than that, we have uh, a couple of shows coming out. Uh, we have our normal Thursday comic talk. We're talking about new comic book releases for that week. That's every Thursday night, 5 p.m. Eastern uh, or 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, this was The Keeg Talks. Uh, we do this every weekend, but we're probably going to be doing even more, more than one a weekend, so we can, 
you know, catch up with stuff. We're going to do the Key Talks Loki season two uh, tomorrow, Monday, November 13th at uh, six o'clock p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. So either way, find us on Instagram and TikTok and stay tuned with our schedule through that. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Key Talks the Marvels. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super f-